What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up with yours truly, Mike Orr, and my special guest today and friend, Richard Capiello of Capiello's Boxing, Boston, Massachusetts, descendant of the great Rocky Marciano. Rich, thanks for taking the time out today, man, to come and join me and uh, chat it up with other people. Mike, I'm excited. Um, I've been following you and what you're doing. You're doing a phenomenal job. And uh, a little bit about me, so yeah, yeah. Let's hear, let's hear Thank about you. For you. Me. Definitely. Thank you for coming, Rich, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's hear about it, man. You're you're a descendant of Rocky Marciano. Let, let's let's talk about let's talk about that. So basically, um, um, we're a direct descendant. My father's mother and Rocky's mother were sisters. So of course, my my dad's brother Sonny, they traveled the world with Rocky his entire career. My father's test fight from day one. And um, so, of course, Grown was basically a role model for us. You know, in my, my household, you know, Batman, Superman, it was always Rocky Marciano. And um, my father distilled in, in us, me and my brother, at a young age, that the type of guy that had to overcome many, many obstacles. Obstacles. Right. He was always conceited. He had short arms. Wasn't the biggest heavyweight. Had the fastest hands. But Rocky overcame all these obstacles of all time, and um, he was our motivation to be successful. And um, that's why, you know, uh, once actually college, he he the amateurs and had a great amateur back the nationals the olympic trials had had a, had close to like 80 fights um turning pro he had a very similar style to rocky my way so he was, was sort of like a if you remember uh, ray boom boom in the day I don't yeah, know, yeah. familiar with him but he he, he was stylistically my, my brother was a type of like, like a come forward type of guy, you know. Nicknamed him Mike Little Rock. Jeff <laughs> uh, Yellow, right. Little Rock, and um, he carried that right into the pros, and he had a very circuit at thirty six and five. He fought, uh, he fought for world title point, and um, broke his hand in the fight. But he had a very great success. Myself, um. Um, I followed my brother's career, and I'm in Rocky's memory. Right. Thirty-seven years ago, and in City of Champions. So, um, our motivation tied was to open the gym in Rocky's memory, where he instills so much value and action. We wanted to use that motivation to motivate kids and get them off the streets and do. So um, we opened the gym, and um, you know, thirty-six years later, our tournament, which right. is the biggest in the Northeast, we have fighters come the six states of New England, and um, you know, they fight in this type of thing. And right. as you lose, you're out, and as you win, you advance like other, like like kind of like the Golden Gloves, 
Right. And um, the winners get championship weight division, and we've actually become with a first independent uh, uh, organization that's actually affiliated. So we have the credibility of winning the Golden Gloves now, our tournament. This was our 36-year anniversary of our tournament, and, and just we teamed up with USA Boxing, and we actually carry that type of credibility in the amateurs, wow. you know? So, you know, a lot of great success with that. Of course, you know, after being involved with my boxing gym, I decided to stop promoting shows um, because I figured it'd be good to draw our attention. So I, I started running boxing shows um, locally, and um, we started having some pretty good success with it yeah. in the side of me. Which I've always loved boxing anyway. Um, follow my, um, I am, I fought just in the amateurs, you know. Right. But, you know, I've always, you know, um, when I started promoting, I knew, I knew like that I, I, and, um, started building, building and building. And, um, I was in Boston and, you know, gaining some good, you know, Fighters that I signed, right. and um, sort of um, started building my name, and you know, started investing, and we started signing fighters all over the country, and um, building rated, and that created a lot of great opportunities for us. And in, in the in the, I started you know establishing my relationship with a lot of. Fighters all over. Opportunity of working with pretty much everybody you know, from King to Aaron. I've worked with all these guys, Lou DeBella. Um, you know, yeah. I've, I've got international stuff, and you, you know some of the boys up in Canada too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Russell. I had Ann Gardner, multiple world, you know, multiple championships, yeah. and. I took him to Germany. So, you know, basically, um, once I built my company, I I realized that not not only was I, you know, um, but I I I, become, I became I'm a good matchmaker. Right. And I'm noted for that. And um, once I started working with all these other promoters and created all kinds of opportunities with, you know, ABC, World of Sports, and HBO, and Showtime, and ESPN, and um, I actually, before I established that situation with ESPN and these other guys, well, politically, because right. I was an upcoming kid, and there were other promoters that didn't, right. so, they didn't want, didn't want you because you were the young guy on the block, right? Right. So, it was building fighters and getting them world rated and um i call on espn i i've had guys on espn but i wasn't but i wanted my own you know i got opportunities without the promoters and then when i got my deserve that opportunity but so i'd go in with espn promises you know take them off for lunch and 
then I'd be right back in the same place. I got to a point where it was either, you know, control my own destiny or my destiny. Right. So um, I I went to Fox Network myself, and I bought a two-hour TV show, went around with advertising company, and, yeah. you know what I mean, with guys from ESPN, formed our own, own team, basically with a briefcase and an idea of, of having a, a show called, at the time I had Mohegan Sun as like a sponsor of mine throughout right. the year. Though you know, um, so I got them involved, and I I created a TV fight night in New England. So I went to Fox. I got that two-hour show, created my own TV show, and then I I raised the money through you know sponsors to pay to pay my you know cost for the uh, for the show. My, my first year, I had a lot of great success, and um. Action was tremendous, and uh, um, you know, started getting a, and um, because of my rating, my first year, which I kind of felt well because you know, doing a series just in New England, um, I figured I'd do high ratings because it was a New England-based show. So right. all these people in New England got to see their own. Fighters, they're not watching fighters from around the world. So I felt there was a good connection. So, yeah, I had a lot of great success that first. My second year, I went to buy the time again, and they wanted to partner up with me. I partnered up with them, and um, that opened more opportunity because I said, look, I'll partner up access to every network around the country. So right. they, they gave me the index. I literally made barter deals. A few months after that, and by we moved the series at to Mohegan Sun on property because brand on Fox around the country, and um, Tunis really started presenting themselves with me. Um, had, uh, my ratings were were great. I started getting you know exposure all the second year. All these people are going, who is this? Kid? Yeah, because <laughs> you just came out of no. You just came out of nowhere. You go to Fox yourself as the young guy here on the block, and then you know all of a sudden you're getting this coverage all over the place. You're getting really well known. It must have just really like put that that wrench in the side. They must have hated that you were coming up so quick, eh? Yeah, I did, and you know I have a lot of motivation. But I'm just that type of kid. I've always been highly motivated. Uh, I'm I'm never one to take a step back. Just like Right. guys in the ring you know i'm that type of guy you know i'm gonna fight for my my place in my spot you know and, and my and you know? definitely so, um, yeah had a lot of great success for six years um when the economy really crashed after six years and um you know everybody was suffering yeah. from you know from the uh see what was going on in the world so at that point, I stopped because money from people that didn't have it, you know. Right. So yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I established a great relationship with with ESPN, and uh, I'm, I've had fighters all over the country. 
And um, you also you also have you also have, don't don't you also go down with having like the the fight of the night on a four rounder? So I end up getting obviously like once I got myself self in position, I got that now. I started getting these guys seen on TV all over the country. That opened right. the door, and that is PN to do business with me because I had guys world rating and improved myself. And um, that's that's when I established that I really wanted. And um, yeah, right. I had you know number one fight of the year, like ESPN every year. For those who don't know, they are uh, mm-hmm. familiar with this, Mike. Every every December they give a top ten. And um, I had I really give and um, it was a U.S. A title fight that was the number one fight of the year, and then I'm the only fo- I'm the only promoter and the only fight that's for ESPN have a four round fight be the number one fight of the year. That was a big deal, and um, it was just one of those rock and sock and fights. Yeah, just you know, took a life of its own. You know, right. it was on Sports right. Center. They kept dropping. Each other was phenomenal, and um, yeah, like I'm really proud to be the only one to ever produce um, um a four round fight to be the number one fighter. That's, so, that's that that's a feat in itself, right there. That that's some good matchmaking. Yeah. Definitely, you do go you do go but, down. Of course, my my matchmaking opened up a lot of doors. Um, working um, they saw my talent, and I had a lot of great opportunities. I worked for his company i ran all his shows at the world um world casino for like a year he he didn't he didn't hang around too long you know i don't think you know what i mean i think he was more interested in trying it but um had a lot of year um and then and then did you know a lot of others and then um also worked with the contender series. Yeah, I was just about to ask, how, like, how did that, how did that come about? So they decided to do the show. So they were looking for, uh, you know, obviously matchmakers to handle it. And at that point, I've worked with everybody from, um, you know, like I mentioned, the king to, you name, you know, I, I've worked with them. And, and um, my name, and they called me and reached out to me, and I, I handled. The north northeastern uh, region tender, okay. so um, that was a great experience for me. I, I, I England, um, East Coast guys, it, all those guys came from me. Um, right. I had a great experience with that, and you know, did a lot. Had great opportunities out there, and once the big fights in HBO Showtime. Of course, I'd have to say my my greatest moment was. Um, of course, I got him late in his career. Kid named Kevin McBride. Yeah, I remember. Um, I, I from Dublin. He's a big, big guy. Um, for you, those who aren't familiar with him, six foot, fifty pound heavyweight. Yeah. You know, big puncher, slow hands, tough, tough Irish. Hit, hit, you know, hit, hit like a truck though. He hit like a truck. He has he slow like- hands. He had slow hands, but they were accurate and heavy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't fast, quick. It was like a thump, but yeah, but he it was, a, it was more of a, it was more of a thud. Yeah. <laughs> so um, probably I really had a lot, lot of great great moments, and I'm still having great moments. And uh, currently, Mike, um, on, on that new series that we're working on, um, which is another great thing, thing that that's a great possibility and yeah. a real nip. Um. So. Yeah, like um, just had a, um, my my greatest one was um having that opportunity with Kevin Tyson. Yeah. Um, of course, we got him at the, the end of his career, but I'll Tyson all day long. Yeah, no, for for it, it doesn't so, matter. It was good. It was good. That's good, man. Showtime and um, yeah, Kevin knocked knocked um him out in the sixth round. Mike Tyson, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I still take, you know, great pride in that. I've seen Mike since. Because yeah. me and him went at it ourselves and exposure ourselves. Um, you know, our argument when um, that's when all the, the pay-per-views took off and ticket sales. Yeah. You know, which matters. So, um, yeah, I still, I'm still waiting for that one chance, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. We never, you know, I really get under the, I had to get escorted out of the room in Washington <laughs> at the press conference. I, I ran my mouth so much that a lot of them, a lot of people wait, were waiting for me out there. Very pro um, Mike Tyson out there in Washington, you know? Yeah, so they, yeah. They had to escort me out of there. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, Mike. It, it, it's uh, I've had just so many great experiences, and I just have such a passion. I love giving back. Now, um, I would Jim is, you know, one of the things we do a lot, a lot of stuff with the city. Right. You know, we have programs in the summer. I can't tell you how many fighters we've had. That were really good drug dealing, this and that. That we've changed their lives, and to this very day, you know, a lot of these kids that started off, you know, on the street streets, a lot of them have changed their lives around. And we still, to this day, you know, get days, you know, Rich, Mike, you know, thank you for changing my life and um, gratifying to me and my brother Mike. And having an opportunity to like the world of boxing has been, you know, very close to our hearts, you know. So yeah, it's been a good experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Rich, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know it's uh, I know it's getting late. You got stuff to do. Uh, we'll definitely have you come back, man, another time. Uh, and, and you know, uh, you're always you're always welcome here, man, with me on the show. Yeah, definitely. boxing. I want to talk some boxing on what's going on. Today, with you, Mike, <laughs> fights. I'd yeah. love to come back and um, give you my thoughts on those things. You know, having you on, Mike, you're doing a great, great job. I'm really Thanks. proud of you. Thanks, and uh, I'm just sharing. Um, me and you got a lot of business to do in the future together. So, we do. Thank you we for do. your holiday. We do, for sure. Thanks to everybody. And um, bring me back 
soon, Mike. Yes, I will for sure, brother. All I right. will for sure. Right. So I'll let you get going, brother. I will be talking to you in the future. We'll have you back on for sure. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you again. Thank to all you. the Talking Fight fans, thanks for tuning into this special episode of Knuckle Up with yours truly, Mike Gore, and my man, Rich Capiello. Capiello's Boxing, Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Later. <laughs>